Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yao Keown, mum, FIFO wife, MBA, coffee lover, survivor superfan, and creator of the email experience. In Easy Email Marketing, you'll benefit from my nearly 20 years experience where I'll be teaching you all the tips, tricks, and insider info on how to create feel-good, non-spammy experiences for your subscribers. Let's get stuck in. Welcome back to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, and today I am answering one of the most frequently asked questions I get, which is how often should I be sending emails? And it is a fine balance, wanting to show up consistently for your subscribers, but not wanting to annoy them, Um, wanting to get more sales, but not wanting to just be salesy, and also wanting to grow your business in less time, but trying to find the time to write those emails. It is this fine balance. And there are many factors at play, which is why, of course, as always, this is an it depends answer, um, which you should be used to hearing from me. So in this episode, I am going to discuss a few of the considerations that can influence how often you'll be sending emails because it will differ for everyone. So consideration number one is how often are you producing core content? So when I'm talking about core content, I'm talking about blog posts or videos or podcast episodes, or it could even be if you go live on Facebook every week or you do um, an Instagram video once a week, an IGTV, whatever it is, if you're producing some piece of key content, how often are you doing those? And as often as you're doing those is as often as you should be sending emails. Now, I am constantly surprised at the amount of people who spend so much time creating this content and getting it out there in the world, but never sending it to their list. Your subscribers are probably the most interested people in this content, so please be sending it to them. Now, of course, if you're concerned that they might not be interested in receiving all of these, then you can always give them the option to opt out of just those particular emails. So for example, on my podcast emails, every Monday, I send out an email with the podcast episode. And at the bottom, I said, if you don't want to receive podcast um, emails, but you want to stay on my list, you just click this link and I just take them away from that, but you'll still get my other updates. So consideration number one is how often you are producing core content. But here's the catch. If you aren't producing some form of core content, I do recommend trying to layer this in. Not only does this give you something to email your list, because let's be honest, we're always looking for ideas of things to send. It also gives you something to share publicly. And if you can share like a blog post or a podcast publicly, it gives you content for socials, but it also means in within that content, you can have a call to action to get them to subscribe to your email list. So it's all, it really you know, it works both ways. It can, producing content not only gives you something to send, but it also gets more subscribers to your list in the first place. So if this is you, I recommend starting with some of your biggest questions or some of the greatest challenges your audience has. So even if you just come up with a few really great strategic pieces of content, I'm not saying you need to blog every week, but if you start with those key pieces, you can also um, use these um, as emails in your welcome sequence or your content funnel in so many different places. So if you already have, a content strategy, at least be emailing as often as you're producing content. And if you don't, consider adding it as part of your email schedule. Okay, so that's the first one. Consideration number two is how often you are promoting. So you definitely don't want all your emails to be sales. And you also don't want to have huge gaps in between your sales emails. 
So there are a few different ways um, people are selling in their emails. And so the way you do this could differ. So if you are selling regularly or you have some sort of regular promotion, so like you have a monthly new product release email or a monthly booking availability email, then you want to at least be sending one non-sales email for every sales email you send. So at least only half are fully focused on sales. So I would love here to include, you know, all that helpful information or like motivational or stories or inspiration, all that kind of stuff. So if you are selling regularly, make sure you're selling double, you know, twice as often. If you're only running occasional promotions or you do quarterly launches, then it's even more crucial that you are sending those value-based emails in between when you are not in sales mode. Otherwise, often what happens in this scenario is people forget they're even on your list in the first place and then all of a sudden they just get a sales email out of the blue and that just leaves this icky feeling. You need to warm your list up. The sales are made in the time between launches and promotions and you want to ensure you're showing up consistently in that time and getting your audience ready and excited. So you can determine the frequency here and There also doesn't have to be exact rules here. So at the beginning, it might be monthly or fortnightly, but then maybe you switch to weekly just before you go into that sales mode. So they start getting used to seeing more emails from you, but it's all value stuff and and it's about um, strategic messages and it's about getting them engaged and answering questions and clicking links and different things to help increase deliverability ahead of your promotion. So Consideration two, how often you are promoting. If you are promoting regularly and just throughout the year, make sure you are emailing at least one non-sales email for every sales email you send. If you just have occasional promotions or launches, then make sure you are sending emails in between to continue the conversation and get them engaged and excited. Consideration number three is how many automations you have in place. So this one actually works the other way. The more automations you have, the less reliant you are on broadcasts or campaigns. Yes, you still want to keep a base level of campaigns going so that if people aren't engaging with you in any way, they are still hearing from you. But if you have your sales retargeting automation set up, like your abandoned cart, browse abandonment, replenishment reminders, and winbacks, you don't need to be selling as often as you used to because um, you are sending these sales emails in response to specific things that they are doing. So you're sending the sales emails at the right time to, to the people who have shown interest in some form or another. Similarly, um, you know, your welcome sequence will be supporting um, your newest subscribers and helping them discover you. And then perhaps you integrate this into a content funnel, um, which is like a series of emails. You might send a, it's like a, an email a week for 12 weeks, 20 weeks, a year, whatever works for you. And these are just automated and they're just your best content. If you want more on that, um, you can check out episode 18 where I explain what a content funnel is. Um, so depending on how many automations you have set up, you might not need to send that many campaigns at all. Then consideration number four is how often you are emailing now. So while I strongly believe email marketing should be a priority for your business time, I don't want you feeling like you have to show up like ridiculously more, you know, than, than you're able to right now. So I'm not going to ask you to go from zero to twice a week. That is just not going to happen. I'm not even going to ask you to go weekly if you're not um, emailing much at all. We need to be realistic here. So perhaps to you, it's just looking at increasing it slightly. So if you aren't doing it all, start with aiming for monthly. Although in this instance, I would recommend using a re-engagement campaign first. So you can see episode eight um, for more details 
about that. So if you haven't um, emailed for a long time, if you for now you are emailing monthly, can you bump it up to fortnightly? Can you just layer in that extra piece of content? If you're doing it fortnightly, can you bump it up to weekly? And if weekly, more than once a week, now you might be thinking, oh, that's a lot. Um, and is there such a thing as too much? And my answer here is yes and no. So I believe you can be emailing as much as your audience wants to hear from you, but it should obviously be done with tact and respect. So a great measure here is your open rates. If you're, um, you increase your frequency and your open rates decrease dramatically, then that might be a sign that, okay, maybe your audience didn't want those increased emails, but you're not going to know until you give it a try. Um, but also if you do want to increase your frequency, Look at segmenting your list to see who is interested in receiving what and giving them options to opt out. So um, as an example, I actually send approximately four emails a week. Now, you might be thinking, I don't get four emails a week from you. And that's because I send different emails to different people depending on what they want. So for example, I have podcast emails, plus I have content funnel emails for anyone who signed up more recently. Or I've got podcast emails and I've got emails that are more like regular updates. Now, actually, these update ones I might not send every week. It's more like when I've got something to say or something extra um, that I want to send out. Um, but then I also have mostly weekly emails going out to email experience members as well about what's going on in there. So one trick I use um, to manage all these different emails is to have a different email on a different day of the week. That doesn't mean I'm writing an email every day. It just means that um, I can schedule them and they go out like that. So for example, every Monday when the podcast drops, that's when the podcast email goes up. Tuesday is typically the day I send out my email experience emails. Wednesday is the day that my content funnel automation emails go out. And Thursday or Friday is for my other stuff. So if I have something else that I want to send, something I want to announce, something else going on, I send it on those days. Now, not everyone gets everything, but if by some chance someone is on all of those segments, um, that at least they're not getting multiples in a day. But that's me. So this is me, an email expert, using email to support my subscribers in different ways depending on where they're at now. So you can go to emailing a whole bunch. And I am on the extreme end of this, um, but I feel like I'm doing it in a way that best shows up and serves my subscribers and people can choose which ones they get and which ones they don't. But for you, it is just starting where you are now. So no, there isn't too much, but I, I encourage you to start just increasing and trying to do a little bit more. And if I were to boil it all down to one recommendation, it would probably be this. At a minimum, you should be emailing your list monthly, just so you stay top of mind, just so you keep that conversation going so they don't forget that they even signed up to your emails. But you probably should be emailing more than you are now because often um, we need to you know, increase it that, that little bit. So quick recap, four considerations you want to think about when deciding how often you should be sending emails. Firstly, how often you're producing core content. Secondly, how often you are promoting. Thirdly, how many automations you have. And finally, how often you are emailing now. So what I want you to do is just make a decision. Go, okay, I am going to email uh, monthly. I'm going to, I'm just going to start getting the habit of doing it and I'm going to do it on the first of every month or I'm going to do it every Monday. Make that commitment to yourself, write it down and put it in your calendar. So it won't get done if you do not have time in your calendar to do this. So that's the number one thing I want to encourage you to do. Now, when you put it in your calendar, 
It does not mean you have to write the email on the day it goes out. You could batch create these a month in advance or you could do it, okay, I'm going to write them on the Friday, but they're going to be scheduled to go out on the Monday or the Tuesday. You choose, but put in your calendar the time you're actually going to write these emails. The second tip um, I have that in terms of taking action is just to start brainstorming ideas and think ahead um, about what sort of content you'll send. So I recommend listening a couple of episodes back to how to plan a full year of content in uh, like 20 minutes. So you can have a listen to that in terms of planning out your content. Or also, if you're looking um, for ideas and inspiration, then I highly recommend my freebie, um, which is 80 plus fill in the blank email ideas. So it's basically you pick a topic and you enter it in all the blanks and you've got 80 over 80 ideas um, that you can use and steal for your list as well. So you can grab that anytime at yaokion.com forward slash ideas. But hopefully you were just excited to start sending and feeling like, okay, um, my audience actually needs to hear from me. Thank you so much for joining me today. I would love to hear from you about what you've enjoyed from this episode and also um, what you want to know more about. Um, So please catch up with me on Instagram. I am at Yale Keown and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.